Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal why fasting doesn't work for women over 40. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So Rachel, a 51-year-old lawyer from South Wales, was desperate to drop a couple of stone, get back into all her favourite clothes and take control of her weight before it started to impact on her health. She had tried what felt like absolutely everything, but nothing seemed to be working for her. And one approach that she tried, that a lot of women over 40 that we speak to also try, was fasting. But even doing this, even restricting her eating to certain times of the day, she found herself stepping on the scales after a week of dieting only to see zero movement, which is really, really disappointing and really difficult to deal with. And she was choosing clothes to wear to cover up problem areas rather than wearing the things she liked. She was feeling completely stuck and completely fed up because nothing was actually working. But then Rachel gave up on the fasting. She gave up on all the other diets and she found a brand new approach which allowed her to quickly and easily drop three stone and lose 36 centimetres from her waist and hips over a nine-month period. So in today's podcast, we're going to talk all about fasting. We're going to explain why maybe it's not the best approach, why it didn't work for Rachel, why it doesn't work for most women over 40, and then lay out exactly what approach to follow if you want to drop two dress sizes over the next 12 weeks. Okay, so first of all, before we get into it, you may or may not be familiar with fasting and the different types of fasting. So we're going to go through what fasting is ultimately. So it's very simple. It's basically just not consuming calories for a set amount of time or not consuming many calories for a set amount of time. So there's two very common versions of this you may have heard of. The first one is the 5-2 diet. So this is where you go five days where you can eat basically what you want. And then there's two days where you restrict your calories to 500 calories a day. So a very small amount. So that's one really common one. And then the other one is sort of the 16-8 and there may be slightly different variations of this. But the 16-8 is a sort of daily fasting routine, often called intermittent fasting, where you will have a 16-hour window where you're fasting, so you're not eating, and a lot of that's when you're asleep. And then an eight-hour eating window, which will be typically from like noon till 8 p.m. or 1 p.m. till 9 p.m. And then, again, you can eat kind of whatever you want between those times. And this is quite appealing to a lot of people because it's kind of, it's restrictive, but then when you're allowed to eat, you can eat what you want, supposedly. And there's also a lot of claimed benefits of fasting. So I think this is the other reason a lot of people attempted to do it. Uh, there are lots of benefits which sound pretty good. So it supposedly can reduce your insulin levels. So insulin is typically a storage hormone. Um, and it can, if, if you reduce your insulin levels, it can help to kind of stable things like diabetes. It also increases your metabolism at least supposedly, and we're going to come on to whether that's actually true or not for different people. Uh, it can reduce inflammation, and inflammation isn't actually always bad, so I think a lot of the time that's thrown out there as a positive thing. Like, if you exercise, you will get inflammation, but then your body will build back stronger from it, so the inflammation's good. But it can reduce inflammation, which can be a bad thing as well and can lead to other diseases in the long run. Um, it may help to reduce blood sugar, cancer risk, and Alzheimer's as well. Like, the evidence isn't quite so strong for that, but it's thought to have a positive impact on that. And then the last thing is obviously, I think one of the reasons most people do it is it may help with losing weight as well. So it sounds pretty good. And especially if you dress all that stuff up, it can sound like this sort of magic bullet. 
But the one thing I would consider is these benefits are general and they're not specific to men or women um, and not specific to different age ranges. And unfortunately, with a lot of research, it's only still done on men or more done on men than women. Um, so we'll discuss that a little bit later on. But in our experience, these benefits are more likely to apply to men and perhaps women in their 20s and 30s whose bodies and hormones are working a bit differently, a bit more optimally. But they're not always very effective for women over 40 who want to lose weight, just like Rachel, who, who Ben mentioned earlier. So there's three key reasons to this. So we're going to get into these now. Ben, I'll let you kick off with the first reason. So the first reason is that fasting is it's really not a magic bullet. It's, it's not anything special, it's not anything, there's no kind of magic there. All it does is it really just gives you less time to eat. And in some cases, this helps to create a calorie deficit, i.e. consuming less energy than your body needs every day. And that's kind of one of the most fundamental things of losing weight and losing body fat. You need to eat less food than your body needs each day. If you eat too much food, you gain weight. And if you eat slightly less food than your body needs, then you lose weight in the, in the simplest possible terms. Um, however, it can actually have the opposite effect for a lot of people. So some of the impacts that fasting can cause, it can cause your blood sugar levels to crash. So if you're not used to restricting your eating and suddenly you start cutting out food for half of the day, your blood sugar levels can crash, which will mean then your cravings go through the roof. And then as soon as you're allowed to eat, you know, if, if you're on one of the, if you're on the 5-2 diets, when you get to the days where you can eat what you want, or if you're on an intermittent fasting approach, you get into your eight hour eating window, suddenly like the gloves are off. It's like everything is everything is allowed. You start opening tubs of ice cream and eating biscuits and having like massive desserts after your dinner and half a bottle of wine. And it's very, very easy to eat a lot of calories when you're starving hungry and your blood sugar level has, has absolutely crashed. For example, people may end up, you know, they make it to dinner without having anything, and then they end up having a huge dinner, then a sharing bag of chocolate, half a bottle of wine, which is still technically allowed within the rules of whatever fasting approach you're following. So within the 5-2 diet or intermittent fasting, there's nothing to say that you can't have, like, I mean, I think the 5-2, it says you recommends you have a normal, in inverted common, um, amount of calories on your non-fasting days, but I mean, what what is that? I mean, I could easily, if you told me just eat as much food as you want, I could eat 5,000 calories a day if I wanted to. And if that was within the rules of the approach I'm following, I may still be fasting, I may still be succeeding with fasting, but I'm gonna be completely failing with my goal of not gaining weight or losing weight or toning up and getting the results I want. So first thing to remember with fasting is it's it's not necessarily something that's that's terrible, but it's not it's not a magic thing. It's not it's not a given that if you fast, you'll automatically see amazing results. You'll automatically lose body fat. Yeah, I guess it's like in a roundabout way of trying to control calorie intake. Basically, that's how you would lose weight from it. But it's not guaranteed because it's not focusing on the actual, the specific thing you need to do or one of the specific things you need to do to lose weight. Now, the second reason it also might not work so well, specifically for women over 40, is that fasting and the 5-2 and the the other versions we talked about like intermittent fasting they're a one-size-fits-all approach for all ages and genders there's not a different fasting protocol for women there's not a different fasting protocol for women in their 40s it's the same one for men for women if you're 20 or if you're 50. so it doesn't take into account the fairly significant hormonal changes happening for women in their 40s and 50s so the typical things that are happening is estrogen and progesterone levels so the female sex hormone levels are dropping and as a byproduct of this, sensitivity to stress is also increasing. So you'll release 
more cortisol, which is the stress hormone when you, um, when you come into, into any sort of stressful situation. And this then means that whilst you could get away with extreme approaches in your 20s and 30s as a woman, as you get older, you perhaps can't. And this is because the stress response increases. So it means more of that cortisol really is released and for longer and increases three times more for women than for men with age. So this is why, unfortunately, um, it kind of sucks, but it is harder for women than for men. And you need to be a little bit more careful with the approach if you're a woman than if you're a man trying to lose weight as you get older. And the problem is, if you're not careful and you do an extreme approach, it can lead to chronically high cortisol levels, which is that stress hormone, and it'll trigger something called the weight gain triangle. So that is three things, leptin resistance, insulin resistance, and thyroid deregulation. And leptin is a satiety and hunger hormone. And if you have leptin resistance, it means your body won't react to food in the way it kind of should, which therefore means you're gonna have increased cravings and you're not even gonna feel full after eating and you're gonna crave comfort foods a lot more of the time. The next thing that will happen is you will also get insulin resistance, which you'll notice is the opposite of what we said fasting will usually do for you, you know, in that generic benefit list of benefits of fasting. And that will actually be more likely to increase fat storage, especially around the middle. So it kind of does the opposite of what fasting might do for a, a, you know, the general population. And then the third thing is it also can trigger thyroid deregulation, which is the gland responsible for your metabolism. So actually slow down your metabolism, which again is the exact opposite of what those benefits of fasting list. So unfortunately, the reason this will happen is because starving yourself, which ultimately fasting is for periods of time, is a source of stress on the body. And it adds to the total stress on the body called allostatic stress. And the issue really is a problem if you're already quite stressed. So a lot of the women we work with, you know, we've worked with over 5,000 women and a lot of them have busy professional careers. They're pretty stressed at work. They've got back-to-back -back meetings all day. Their email inbox is constantly filling up. They're having to work long hours. And then they get home and there's a lot of stress at home, you know, family responsibilities, etc. as well on top of that work stress. And therefore, if you then do something really extreme like fasting, yes, if you were 20 and you didn't have so much responsibility, and your life was a lot simpler, you probably get good results. But now it could push you and your body over the edge. So fasting in your 40s and 50s is like, an analogy for this is like using the wrong piece of software for the task at work. So it's like, you're trying to use Microsoft Word to calculate the company finances. You could try and do the company finances on Microsoft Word. You could type out all the, the numbers and then you could try and do the formulas in them, but it would be very slow and difficult. You'd have to get your calculator out all the time. It would take you months to achieve something that would be very easy and quick with something like Microsoft Excel. So what you need to do is use the right software, the right approach for you and your body at the right time. And it's much faster and much easier. And that's why Rachel, who Ben mentioned at the beginning, before using the right approach, when she was trying things like fasting and other diets, her weight was continuing to climb, despite trying loads of these approaches, these one-size-fits-all approaches, but after she then used something that was optimal, that was right for her, like the right piece of software, she saw really quick and sustainable results. So the third disadvantage with fasting or the third, third reason why it may not be the best thing to follow is with anything, if you can't keep it up forever, the results are only ever going to be temporary. So for a lot of people, fasting does feel quite restrictive, like having to either restrict the, the time that you're eating or, you know, only low calories on certain days. And especially with the 5-2 diet, you know, when you're actually eating, I think you're eating about 500 calories for two days a week. 
that can feel very, very difficult and very, very restrictive. And it doesn't actually teach you how to eat optimally for your age and hormones either. It's just, it's a very simplistic approach of just like eat less on certain days. And the problem with this is, if you're then not able to stick to that long term, if you're not able to keep that up, as soon as you stop, as soon as you stop doing the things that were actually getting you the results, then you'll you'll go back to what you were doing previously. You'll probably regain all of the weight, and you know, that, that, and that's never it's never really anybody's aim to start a fitness program, lose loads of weight, and then put the weight back on. That's never usually the ideal outcome that you're after, and ultimately it is hard. Like fasting is difficult. But it doesn't actually have to be that way. And people think it's all about willpower, you know, and trying harder as you get older. But the reality is it's not really about effort. It's just about doing something that's right for you and right for your body. And when you get that approach right, you don't have to do something which is difficult or restrictive or unpleasant. You can follow an approach which is very sustainable, very easy, very realistic within a, you know, a busy work schedule, um, you know, a family life, everything you've got going on. And you can still see the results you want. So just a few recommendations then of what you can do instead of what we recommend to our clients and how how they're able to see great results just like Rachel did. So first thing is just to eat in a way which works with their hormones rather than working against them. So by doing this, our clients don't have to feel like they're starving all the time. They don't have to give up their favorite foods and they're able to keep it up forever. So they never actually have to feel like they're on a diet and they never have to like go back to dieting again. And members of our Fit Over 40 program, they do this using a, an approach called hormonally balanced eating, which comprises of three key things. So the first thing it comprises of is the diet makeover, which um, is basically involves eliminating four hormone disrupting foods that we call WADS, which stands for wheat, alcohol, dairy, and sugar for one to two weeks in order to find a better balance. So basically it's you reduce those foods for a, for a temporary period of time. So it is quite restrictive, but only for one to two weeks, which just helps reset your cravings, reset, you know, what what foods you feel like you feel pulled towards. And then once you when you go into the next phase, you're in a much better position, knowing kind of what foods work for your body and what foods don't work for your body. The second step is all about eating the right amount of calories, protein and fiber specifically for you. So this is the kind of thing that, this is one of the reasons why fasting does work because it it might, you know, if you get it right, it might bring your calories down into that right level, which will get you results. But we focus instead on, rather than focusing on that in a roundabout way, we just focus specifically on just making sure your food intake is correct every single day, taking into account your hormonal situation, age, height, weight, body fat percentage, and also dieting history. And then the third thing is what we call holistic fine tuning, which is tweaking things like caffeine, sleep, alcohol, um, HRT to get the best possible results. And if you can combine all these three things, so the diet makeover, eating the right amount of calories, holistic fine tuning, we have people very, very regularly lose one to two stone or one to two dress sizes every 12 weeks, just like Rachel did. And I'll let Rob, I'll let you go through... Um, Rachel's case study now of what she's what she said to us after she went through this approach yeah so I'll go back through the entire sort of testimonial that Rachel left for us because it's pretty uh it's pretty cool so Rachel as Ben said 51 she's a lawyer so high stress job living in uh, in Wales said before I started I was pretty desperate I was the heaviest I've ever been I hated the way I look I felt tired and uncomfortable I wore baggy clothes and avoided mirrors and I was worried that I was heading for health problems if I didn't sort out, I'd gradually get fatter and fatter until I became morbidly obese. 
I tried slim as world, I tried fasting, very low calorie diets, 28 day plans, and pretty much every diet out there. Since joining Trinity in the Fit Over 40 program, I've lost 17.7 kilos, 16 centimeters from my waist, 20 centimeters from my hips, and I've gone from a size 16 to 18 to a size 14. I feel fit and strong, I'm making time for me in my life, I'm dealing with stress in a healthy way, and I hoped I'd lose weight doing Fit Over 40, and I have, but much more importantly, I've been given the tools to change my mindset, which has been absolutely key for me, when I'm really and I'm really hopeful um, it's given me the tools to keep the weight off for good this time. I really enjoy the weight training, which I was quite nervous about doing, and it's become an important part of my daily life. I'm not finished, to, finished getting to where I want to be yet, but the first time um, a lean fit me seems like an achievable goal. Do it, you won't regret it. So an incredible testimonial there um, from Rachel, who's lost pretty much three stone, a huge amount of centimeters um, of her body as well, which will completely shift her health markers and she's feeling great. So Ben, where can people go who want to achieve results like Rachel? So if you want to find more about the approach that Rachel followed and how you can see these kind of results for yourself, just head over to www.fit40info.com and you can find all of the details on that page. Amazing. So go and check it out. And thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. That wraps up for today. And we'll catch you next week for another episode. We will see you then. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.